the Magic Mike Show, where you hear the experts speak. The Magic Mike Show. Tune into the show every week. The Magic Mike Show. You can trust the show is the bomb because it's being brought to you by RacingDudes.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Magic. Welcome to the Magic Mike Show on Monday, November 20th. And you can see the guy right next to me. It's not Mike Samich. It's, it's Aaron Ultraman. He's back and uh, filling in for Mike Samich, who, uh, as you can see in the banner down below, he's off finding me that bottle of Casamigos that he owes me. But Aaron, how are you doing, buddy? He still hasn't gotten that to you? No. Wow. Wow. Man. I know. I paid my debts off very quickly. That's unbelievable. We're going to have to have a talk to him about that because that was a loss fair and square on his case. You should certainly have that by now. That was my light that went down. Uh, tell the folks about, so you came on to join me and last week I filled in for Jared on Blinkers Off and you and I did a combo pick five ticketed Aqueduct that was live into the last and we got beat on our single, but I, I felt confident about it when we handicapped it. I know you did too. Yeah, I thought we did a pretty nice job on there. Uh, and even the when the race that we lost, uh, we had talked about that horse. It's just like, yeah, we just don't have the budget to put that horse in. So, yeah, I mean, it was disheartening to go four out of five, but the first four races pretty much locked on. And if you remember, Magic, th those seemed like hard races on paper. And I feel like as they ran race by race, our top couple of choices kept winning those races. And then you always feel like, oh, boy, where we could have went short, we went deeper. We're going to get screwed when this thing happens. But uh, honestly, that was a lot of fun. I felt like, yeah, like I said, did a good job. So, yeah, we'll try it again. Uh, Mike Lawson says that uh, Mike owes me the bottle, or that he owes Mike Samich a bottle, so just give it to me. No, no offense. I don't want yours. I want Mike's. I want Mike's dirty, grubby hands to pay for this thing. I don't want it to come from you. It's it's got That's the whole thing. I don't just want tequila. I want the tequila from him. Must be a yeah, Michael or a Mike thing, right, Magic? Not paying their debts because uh, that was a long time ago. That was crazy. a long time ago. So I didn't I, want to bring I, it up I, and throw them under the bus. but Hey, I've learned something. I'm not going to make uh, side bets with these guys. Even if I win, what's it matter? <laughs> if, you, if you're speaking making a Austin, bet and you I, don't get paid, what's it matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Michael Austin, I did want to bring up. Um, so Mike and I did not hit the Delmar pick five last Saturday, but... Uh, a horse that I used in the race that Mike Single lost uh, was one that Michael Austin works with, uh, Jay Dutton, and ran a really good second, didn't get the win, but uh, he was trying to tip off to people that the horse would run well, and he, he ran well. Uh, I think he was he got completely ignored on the board. His place money was double digits, so good to see you there. Uh, hopefully, Michael, you guys, maybe you bet him across or something, uh, but I know you had to be impressed with that one. But speaking of Calbreds and Del Mar... Figured for today's show, since we're going to do a combo ticket, let's do this dollar pick six because it's not just about handicapping, Aaron. One thing where I still am like every day trying to get better at is ticket construction. This is a dollar minimum and it's six legs. Like you, even with combo, we cannot go crazy here. We really have to be judicious about it. So uh, how expensive, I mean, we're going to try and keep this about $120 still, but how many different horses are we going to be able to use here? Well, 120 combinations, Magic, is what we're going to be able to use if we're going to keep it at $120 at a dollar. So <laughs> I didn't ask the combinations, smartass. I said, how many horses? <laughs> Look, I think I think when you're trying to play this pick uh, six for a dollar on a budget, you got to have a couple singles, and then we'll kind of just see how it goes the rest of the the rest of the uh, card. But I do think you you got to single a couple times because the whole deal about it, if you're going to hit a, a decent sized one. You got to have coverage and, and you got to be able to use a lot of prices uh, in some of these other races where you don't go short. So you got to go short a couple times and hope to be right, kind of turn it into a pick four. So that's uh, that's what we're going to try to do, Magic. And uh, 
we're we're off and running. I feel like I feel like we're really flowing so far. So. Well, I'm excited about it. Hopefully you don't hate Kyle Frey as much as uh, Mike Sandwich does, because I know that that's burned him in the past. Yeah, you got no issue with him. He's a nice guy. All right, we're going to look at the dollar pick six, uh, which is races three through eight at Del Mar on Thursday, November 23rd. So hopefully we can make you a little money while you're gobbling down on Turkey and watching the Detroit Lions, I'm sure. Let's get into it, buddy. Rise up. Aaron, it was a lot easier on blinkers off because I just sat there and let you do things and throw it to me. So now I'm going to do the hard work and toss it to you. First leg of Delmar's dollar pick six on Thanksgiving, Thursday, November 23rd. Race three, six fillies and mirrors three and up, sprinting six and a half furlongs on the dirt at the 50k starter allowance level and their nine winners of two lifetime. And those two things I think makes it very easy for us to single a horse to kick things off for this pick six. Yeah, I think it's a two-horse race, Magic, and I, I think the number four, House of Magic, has the pace advantage over the number six, uh, Noki. So I, for to me, right off the bat, let's make it a pick five. I, I think we single number four, House of Magic, to get it going, uh, unless you've got a, a hard argument. Like I said, Peter Miller, Hernandez, Lone Speed, and a race the horse should win. I mean, to me, the four looks like a, a heavy single here. I do think, like I said, the six cutting back um, second time on the dirt. I, you know, where Spoli gets aboard for the third straight time. I do think those are some positives. Those are that's the horse that's going to beat us if we're going to lose. But I'm all over the four here. Yeah, she uh, broke her maiden going five and a half furlongs. The four did going gate to wire and almost won uh, her next start going six furlongs. So her immediate first race out of the maiden claiming 50k level was at this level and she almost got it done and you know i think the experience you know they tried around turf and synthetic and didn't get the win but still not bad efforts in either spot but dirt seems to be her best spot so daughter of good magic you would think stretching out to six and a half furlongs uh should be well within her grasp so i'm with you we'll probably just yeah we're, we're definitely gonna single the four here six to five favorite probably one of the most singled horses uh in this whole sequence here but second leg of the p dollar pick six on Thanksgiving Day. This is a lot tougher for us here. You've got eight males three and up sprinting five furlongs on the turf and two X optional claiming level and five furlongs on the turf at Del Mar. A tight turn, short stretch to the or short run up to the the wire there. Trip makes a difference here. So who's your top pick? Yeah, I, I think this is going to be one of those races where we're going to have to to get it right. I like a couple six to one shots as my top two uh, selections. I like the number, uh, let's see, the number five, don't swear Dave actually on top. <laughs> uh, listen, I, you know, I, obviously we don't swear magic, so we're, we're with this horse all the way. Uh, but yeah, don't swear Dave. Look, I, I, I think last time out, uh, we saw this horse cut back to six furlongs, looked really good in a Santa Anita race, starter allowance, moves up the allowance company. I think five furlongs will be five will be fine for the horse as well. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just kind of think maybe we got this horse back in form a little bit, um, you know, a little bit of a step up. But uh, I do think the five is going to be tough. So I use the uh, the five. Uh, also, the two at uh, the other six to one shot in the race. And this one kind of the opposite where the five stepping up a little bit, the two is getting a step down, you know, two races back one at this level and at this distance here at Del Mar. Then last time out, tried a grade three race at Del Mar and it didn't go so well at all. But look, I trust the horse at the distance. I trust the horse at this class level. So the two and the five, both like I said, morning line six to one, those are the two I like the best. 
flip them around. Those were my top two picks here, the two and the five. Yeah. Uh, I think the two is a strong chance to go gate to wire with all that speed up there. <clears throat> five just fits from a, a class perspective and from a level perspective. The love stick blues horse, uh, the six horse, seven horse in here, I'm sorry, at seven to two. Uh, is interesting, but I don't know if I want to take this horse at seven to two on the turf. I know it's Santa Anita going down the hill almost one in a grade three, but maybe the five furlongs is too short. Something to me tells me we want to try and I want to try and play against Lovesick Blues. Did you agree on that? Yeah, I'm against the the uh, that would be the six and the seven. So yeah, Lovesick Lovesick Blues. Boy, we're all having struggle with so. Uh, <laughs> listen, we 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 have the same kind of thoughts. I agree with that. And then the six is the Bob Baffert train more tequila, which you need because Magic or uh, Mike didn't pay his bets off. But another horse trying to trying to go to the turf after running on the dirt. I, I don't love this horse. To me, when Baffert has kind of a string of of dirt starts and then he throws them on the turf, it's kind of more to me of. We had, I don't think he's going to win on the dirt. Maybe the turf is going to work out for him type of thing. Or I don't think he's good enough uh, to run in the bigger races on the dirt. Let's see if he can on the turf. So I'm I'm not a huge fan of the six either. So six and seven, uh, I, I didn't use. I do think the one standing O, that's kind of the other one I thought about uh, a little bit in here. Another one's got some experience at uh, five furlongs here at Del Mar. Uh, last couple of races. Ran okay, only got beat a half link two back uh, in a situation that I think is pretty similar to today. Um, so I, I think the one is the other other one maybe to use on this one. That's how, man. <laughs> I swear you looked at my notes before because this is where I have <clears throat> the optional one. I'm like, maybe we put on depending on price because so many good efforts uh, at, at not only just at the Calbred level, but when switching to open company this year. Uh, last time out, didn't really have a great effort, but I like to see that they, you know, Phil D'Amato brings this horse right back in the same spot and goes to Antonio Frisu. And usually if you lose JJ Hernandez, it's a step down, but Frisu has been phenomenal at, especially Del Mar on the turf and riding for D'Amato. So, uh, I, I like the move here to have a free suit on standing. So we'll put him as a possible, we'll stay two five for sure. I think on this leg and then the one, uh, as possible the Baffert switching over to turf to me this feels like eh, we're gonna try more tequila and here maybe because th this horse isn't good on dirt right now yep I agree race five we're gonna move on third leg of Del Mar's uh, dollar pick six we have eight maiden three-year-old Calbred Philly sprinting six furlongs on the dirt in for 50k claiming tags where are you going on top in this one buddy yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the old friend of ours. We both are big uh, Mark Glatt fans. We we really like uh, his training out in Southern California. So I went with the five. Elton sings another uh, on top in this spot. Uh, you talked about Frazu back uh, here in this race. Here he is again. Uh, look, this horse, boy, kind of been heartbreaking the last couple of races. Uh, you know, just barely was able, you know, to, or to, to lose, I should say, uh, finished third both times, only beaten three quarters of the links last time out. I just feel like the setup is there. I think the five, if, if, if he, she can get out of the gate, I think she's going to get the lead and I think they're going to have a tough time catching her. So I'm going to give the five one more shot here. Uh, big fan, like I said, of Mark Glatt. I do like the one, uh, boogie like a little bit as well. First time starter here. Uh, don't usually when they like them that much when they start for a tag instead of a maiden special weight. However, it's Calbred, it's 50K. I think that does make a little bit of difference here. Um, so you're not starting them at the bottom of the barrel. So I do like the one a little bit as a first-time starter. I think this is a race that that is kind of made for a first-time starter. None of these are great. So I went 5-1 as my top two. 
Same here. And we'll, I'll talk about a third horse that I like to... I, I, we're probably going to both leave off of here, but uh, Dr. Tang in the chat saying it likes the, the one as well, bougie-like. And concerns, you know, breaking from the rail for a first-time starter, not ideal, but this is, I mean, it's 50K Calpress. This is not a superb group here. And I'm also with you on Elton Sings Another. The reason I didn't even bother suggesting singling Elton Sings Another is because I still have a bad taste in my mouth about bad sneaker. And that was a glat horse that should have yep. won and looked like a winner and just gave it up late. And I'm not saying it's glat's fault. I just, oh, that, that taste in my mouth is still there from Well, if that you Saturday? watched that race last time Sorry. out for Elton, Elton Sings Another, Probably should have won. Yeah, same yeah. kind of thing. So I, I get it. I, I, I certainly don't want a single here either. Because uh, like I said, it, it it feels like a horse that really had an opportunity last time out and just couldn't get it done. Uh, the three just is at five to one. Kind of, we're approaching career maiden status here now, 0 for 8. But um, possibly give a good effort there. I just, I think would need a lot of things to go right. The other one I looked at was the two Rosie Ann rules. This is actually the five to two favorite. Um, was third uh, last time out to Elton Sings. Oh, I'm sorry, was second last time out to Elton Sings. Another was third behind. This horse has been running against each other. I, I got it backwards again there. But this horse has right. been running second a lot. Elton Sings. Another has been competitive with this horse. I just think this horse at, at 0 for 12. We really, man, at like a Los Al mating claiming race is what this horse is going to need. Well, you mentioned it. You mentioned the three is kind of a, a a career maiden or getting approaching that. This is a career maiden here with the two to zero for twelve, and and another one. A very frustrating horse. Four out of the last five races have been second place efforts. The one that wasn't a second place effort was on the turf. You kind of just throw it out. Also, uh, you know, moving up in class, tougher race as well. You know, five out of the six uh, hitting the board. Last five on the dirt hitting the board. I mean, it's a it's a horse you would just love to single in second, right? But I don't know. I, to me, this is another favorite. Again, I don't I don't think we need to play this horse on a ticket. Uh, you might be able to talk me into it if if we want to just throw one on uh, here. But I, I have a lot more interest in the one and in the five here uh, than the two. You, you mentioned the three. I, I like the three a little bit as well. Um, it, it, like you said, it does kind of feel like oh boy, we can't get the job done. Um, and, and listen, I think when you, when you try to hey, say, Hey, we're going to take a first time starter and a maiden claimer, then you look down the field and this is why all of these horses have had chances and haven't been able to get it done. And that's why maybe I prefer the five a little bit more than the rest. Cause he's had the least amount. She, I should say, has had the hmm. least amount of chances to actually win versus some of these other ones. To also get in the bug boy allowance for an extra five pounds, just really try, and that's the right move from the trainer, just trying yeah. everything possible to get this horse to win because Paula Capestro doesn't have a huge barn and she believes in the ones that she has. So, uh, yeah. we're gonna leave her off and hopefully it doesn't burn us this time. The let's see, one, two, three, we're on the fourth leg here. Yeah, fourth leg, Delmar's dollar pick six on Thanksgiving, Thursday, November 23rd, race six. This is the feature race, the grade three red carpet stakes, no longer a handicap. For eight fillies and mares, three and up. Routing a mile and three-eighths on the turf. That's going to be three turns. And important to note that the rail horse Oakhurst is owned by fantasy competitor and good friend of the racing dudes, uh, Geist Battle. So uh, I did ask him about Oakhurst. Said she's been training really well, but she is pace dependent. And that leads me to, well, I'll throw it to you first. Because I do have a top pick here that is not Oakhurst, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think we need to use Oakhurst, though. Um, I, I, I do kind of think that the distance is going to be pretty nice for Oakhurst. 
Now, this is a horse. When, when this horse was with Chad Brown, it, it kind of looked like she was going to be maybe not a grade one winner, but a, but a kind of a big timer. Just mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know what happened, just kind of fell off a little bit. But then they 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 got her out to California and got her with Diamato. I thought she's been pretty darn good. And again, you look at the race at a mile and an eighth, three races back against allowance horses right here at Del Mar. I thought she ran pretty well, you know, won by a nose, but, you know, did have a little bit of pace to run into that day. Uh, and then ran in the maybe stakes, uh, the John C. Maybe stakes next time out. Didn't run bad, but again, didn't get that pace. So I do think the mile and three eighths will help. Uh, for me, I, I like the four sister O'Toole on top. Uh, I, I think this horse is another one um, that it, coming out here going to be tough. We saw it on August 18th in a stakes race out here at this distance was a really nice winner at five to one that day. Really liked her in that spot. Went back to Belmont, uh, you know, back on the Naira circuit and ran at this distance again in a grade three race. Got beat by McCulloch. I mean, McCulloch would be one to nine probably if, 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 if she was here in this one. So I do like the four quite a bit. I think she'll be tough in this spot. Um, you know, probably, you know, not probably we're not getting five to one this time. It'll be like more like eight to five, but I do like the four. Yeah. I also like the two Linda's gift. I think this horse is going to get loose. So uh, I, I do like the two a little bit from a pace standpoint as well. Two was my top pick in, in Sister O'Toole's second choice. And it's really Linda's gift. The two to me looks like lone speed and she just ran. So we're recording this on the 20th. She ran nine days ago in a stakes race here going a mile and Mandela running her right back in a grade three going longer when she's never tried this before really caught my attention. And he said, sometimes he likes to do that, run them back real quick out, you know, going a lot longer because that was almost like a prep race for, her. and she faced Dolce Zell. If, you know, maybe the distance would keep you from betting Dolce Zell in this race, but otherwise she'd be the favorite, right? Or right up there with sister O'Toole. So I, uh, yeah, Linda's gift. I think I would like her a little better if Pratt had stuck around for Thanksgiving weekend and uh, wrote her instead of prayer. I'm not a huge prayer on the turf fan, but he has ridden her to a victory before, so not a bad move there. So I'm with you. Let's do two four for sure. My concern with Oakhurst is that she is so pace dependent, and if she's going to be coming from the clouds, so is Sister O'Toole. And I think Sister O'Toole has at least proven that she's the better of the two horses right now because she had that win two back over this exact course. So do we use Oakhurst? She is six to one, and I also believe we would be forever kicking ourselves if we left guys horse off and she won <laughs> yeah just try to decide on that one put her put her write her down at least and we'll kind of make okay. that decision on how many how how deep we can go uh yeah we'll see what happens i i think the six also um is one you might need to write down this horse was beaten three and three quarters by didia who i think is pretty nice and then only beaten three back uh, a length and three quarters to sister sister o'toole so i think the six is kind of interesting. I don't know how to say that name. So <laughs> I was waiting to see if you would Nage Blanche. Uh, she won this race in 2021 and she's been, uh, as far as the California horses, um, she's been our best distance horse, but I'm willing to leave her off at seven to two. Cause I think she's trailing off. I think that, you know, she's at the end of her six year old campaign and she's run a lot of long, big races and she could hit the board, but I just don't think she's good enough to beat all of these horses. So I would leave her off. All right. Well, just write her down, and then we'll, I wrote we'll... her down. Okay. That's all right. It's okay. <laughs> Shadi, is on the uh, the Oakers as well. Um, we didn't talk about the eight. Let's do that real quick. Symphony Perfect, because this is connections that can jump up and bite you in the ass if you don't use them. Michael McCarthy, the trainer, Juan Hernandez, the jockey, got the win going a mile four back at Santa Anita, and then the last three races competitive, but just hasn't gotten the job done, including two back over this course and distance behind Sister Tool. 
and Nace Blanche. I, we're leaving her off, but if she wins, would it be the biggest shock to you, Aaron? No, but I just there's just others that that intrigue me more. Like I I would rather if we if we if we were to throw on another one, I would rather the horses are inside the seven. Like the mm-hmm. eight to me, you're not wrong. These connections sometimes just run races where it's like, dang, I I just I I should have seen it coming because they do that, you know. But last two races, you know, horses that we we are using today kind of beat them, and and it wasn't all that competitive. I mean, it was so some somewhat competitive, but not really. I, I don't think she's going to have the pace in here. And I think she's kind of a, uh, you know, kind of like Oakhurst, but not maybe not quite as good as Oakhurst when it comes to, you know, needing pace. Uh, there is a three to third D'Amato in here, but we haven't talked about the three musical Rhapsody eight to one Mike Smith riding to me, not a huge positive, but in the first race, tons of tra- uh, problems early, didn't really get going, but was 2-1 to one for her debut uh, in North America for D'Amato. And then last out in an allowance race, all sorts of traffic in the stretch and through the turn. So if she gets a clean trip, I think she can get there. But how many more times are we going to keep saying, well, if she gets a clean trip this time, if she gets a clean trip this time, eventually you start to just get angry with these horses and stop relying on them. Yeah, I, I think that's where we're at with this one. Um I didn't see a whole lot of excuses uh, for the race last time out. Uh, two back, I don't know. Trip trip wasn't great. Last time out, if you're good enough, I mean, and maybe you get second and not sixth. You know what I mean? You, you show a mm-hmm. little bit more. I, I thought last time out wasn't very good. We are we are stretching back out. To, you know, maybe it was a little too short for her last time. Obviously, Diamato would win. Winning this race isn't any kind of a shock, but I I just don't have a lot of interest in this horse. We'll move on the penultimate leg of the dollar pick six at Del Mar on Thursday, Thanksgiving, November 23rd, race number seven. Got eight Phillies and Mares three and up routing a mile on the dirt at the N1X optional claiming level. And before the the show started, Aaron, we thought there's probably a couple singles you could take here. We touched on the first one, the first leg. This could be where we have another one. Who you got? Yeah, I, I really like uh, Clickish in this spot, uh, number five Clickish. I, I I think this is going to be a, a really nice spot uh, for this horse. I Gosh, I, I'm not quite as confident as I was in the first leg as far as having a single, but I do think, uh, you know, she's going to be pretty tough in here. Two races back at a mile uh, at, at over this track, you know, just lost by a neck, was really close. I think going to get the job done looks to be improving uh with each start and that's the other thing i like a really nice kind of a improvement line uh each time seems to be getting a little bit better so i do like the five quite a bit in here that that's the horse um i'm most interested in i i do think liberal lady to the outside they kind of are the same they kind of are just kind of competitive and kind of the same type so the eight liberal lady is the other one I would kind of think about as well. But I, I have the five on top. That was my top pick as well. Um, the eight, I think, is uh, if, if there are any scratches, I think the one, two, and eight are going to have the kind of speed duel with the pace meltdown that Mike Samich on his crutches could hit the board in this race. Uh, they're gonna, just going to fall apart late. Um, the horse I'm most concerned about is actually just the inside of Clickish, and that's the yep. four, Henny's crazy train. Uh, Got to win two back, going a mile, start allowance level at Los Al, and then last time out, 20k claiming level uh just missed by a neck it's taking a class a, a step up in class but to be competitive and back-to-back starts at a mile when this horse had never gone a mile on dirt except for the very first race and and was with uh donnie von Hemel way back then 
Um, that's how long this horse has been running. She was with Donnie Cave on him, a lot of Churchill yep. down. Uh, but you know, we're stepping it is Sadler and Hector Barrios is 24% for the barn. So uh, even if this horse doesn't win, I think Henny's crazy train is going to uh, far outrun the four to one odds here. It's another horse. If you think the one, two, eight are going to kind of come back, then the four is going to benefit uh, quite a bit. It's funny. Yeah. I've probably pet this horse at one time or another magic at Oakland. <laughs> and I, I, I gotta be honest. I don't remember Henry's uh, crazy train ever, ever, or Henny's whatever, uh, petting this horse. But yeah, uh, it was with Donnie there. I did notice that when handicapping kind of got a chuckle out of that one claimed way back when there for $30,000. Uh, so yeah, look, I, I think, I, I think you look at the last few races and I don't, I don't know. Like this seems to be a much tougher spot. And that's kind of my worry uh, with this one, but I'm with you. Like if you, if you do believe that that the pace is going to fall apart, this one closes about as good as anybody, except maybe for uh, our horse that are uh, our horse. We have on top uh, the five. So yep. yeah, I, I get it. I get the, I get the respect for it. Maybe even a five, four cold exact would be a nice little way to pay money. If, if uh, clickish takes a lot, uh, but I love Ramon Vasquez riding for Phil D'Amato on the dirt, too. Another, uh, I mean, he's a great rider on both services, but especially on dirt for you know, Ramon Vasquez. Speaking of Ramon Vasquez, or speaking of Oakland Park, I mean, Ramon Vasquez, uh, the Oakland Remington Prairie Metal Circuit, when he was kind of coming up before he went to Southern California, what a rider. I mean, every, every circuit, he would just go mm -hmm. and do extremely well. And I remember when he left uh, for Southern California, I said, those people out there, they may not know who that is, but they will know very quickly who that is. And that came to fruition. I mean, he's a he's a great writer, Ramon Vasquez. He had a great, uh -huh. great guy, a really good guy. Yeah, uh, I don't, I can't argue with that. I've, I've met him a little bit and he's always seems very smiley and happy. So yep. nothing, nothing bad to say about Ramon here. Uh, the yep. sixth and final leg of the dollar pick six at Del Mar on Thanksgiving Thursday, November 23rd, race eight. And boy, look at that, 2.30 post time uh, Pacific. Oh, it's going to be so nice that they're starting in the morning at Del Mar for once. Eight maiden two-year-old Calbred Phillies protected, not in for claiming tags. They're routing a mile on the turf. This is going to be a tricky one here. you got to be careful about who we use. You go a lot of different directions, but who's your top pick? Boy, you sure can. Uh, you know, this is this. I think this one's a bitch. I think this is the hardest one on the card. I don't really trust any of these horses all that much. Uh, I, I think I like the number three. Okay. Rose on top, uh, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, I, I, feel, I feel like, I feel like if she gets a little bit of pace, like last time, she's going to be able to close up and get the job done. I, I do like Rispoli getting a board. I think that's a big time jockey upgrade. So I, I think I like the three on top. I also like the one for Doug O'Neill a little bit. Almost got the job done, um, but, you know, even got disqualified last time out. Kind of wild in the stretch there, but, you know, ran second as far as finish position. So I like the one a little bit. I like the three on top, like I said. Gosh, I I don't – I mean, I like the six, but as a favorite, I'm I'm not sure how much I like the six, Magic. So I, I went three, one, six. Yeah, the six, depending on where we are price-wise, and actually let me look right now, uh, with the ones that we use, we're two by two, that's four, times two is eight, times two is 16. So we're at $16 uh, if we use the absolute must-uses. Yeah. So we could go a little deeper here, but <clears throat> I'm with you on Asada Fries. It's Asada Fries, the five, should win this, right? Or I'm sorry, the six horse should win this. Yeah. Is the best horse probably talent-wise, but she a little nutty. She a little bit 
bit nutty. And and at seven to five when they're two year olds, Calbreds. Oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I want to say the six is my top pick, but I'm not. You can hear the confidence level in both of our voices here. Um, yeah, six I, could. Go ahead. You just you don't have a ton of confidence in the trainer. Not a bad trainer, but not like a, a one where it's like, okay, we're loaded today. You know what I mean? And. Mm-hmm. Look at the running lines. There's nothing wrong. Well, I mean, there is something wrong. She is 0 for 4, but you know, she's ran pretty well. But damn, I don't know. Now Hernandez gets aboard, and I think that's a that's a big plus because he Hector Barrios has been aboard uh, first four starts. Now you get Hernandez. I mean, that is a plus, but I I don't know that I fully trust the source magic. I I don't know. Um, and and this is another one. Field of eight. We have one first time starter. And you look at the you look at it and it's like, well, a first time starter could definitely win this race. But talk about the seven here. You look at the jock. I, I don't know if we mm-hmm. want to mess with the seven uh, magic. So, yeah, um, let's talk about the one. Let's let's try a different way here. Kits Katie. Okay. Uh, this is the horse that was second in that race um, last out at Santa Anita. This is when he got disqualified because she came flying and kind of played bumper cars and pinball <laughs> around a little bit. But uh, if, if she gets a cleaner trip or or doesn't you know get knocked around there i think this could be a horse that's really like this was almost my top pick and i like the fact that uh she went right to a mile for her second start on turf back in the summertime and, and that doug o'neill seemed to have this race kind of earmarked or or, or i'm sorry going long on uh, on the grass was kind of earmarked for this horse's potential so um good things there uh she was able to get up over asada fries who's the seven to five favorite uh last out even though she was disqualified later but I it's such a mess this race. I, I, <laughs> I guess the horse is four to one morning line because at, before that race, just we weren't very good. Um, so I, I guess that would be why maybe the five and six kind of set it up for the one a little bit, although I'm not mm-hmm. totally convinced that's going to happen. Um, it's a situation. I, I think the six is a little faster than the five, but you only have one data point on the turf from the five. So you're not really sure there. It's just kind of a mess, and I'm with you. I like the one uh, a little bit as well. I, I don't know. Let's try and beat the five and six here. Let's try and beat Asada Fries. Okay. I, I, I to me, if you if we're gonna do that, the one, the three, maybe use the first time starter. What about the horse, the other O'Neill to the outside? Let's talk about uh, this one for a minute. Another one. Sure. I, these are some tough names today. It's too bad Samich <laughs> isn't here to try to pronounce some of these. The eight horse. Tried dirt first time out, and now we're routing on the turf. What do you think of the eight? It's Lamborghini, like Lamborghini, the car, Lamp-orgini. Well, okay. Okay. (laughs) It doesn't make any more sense. Well, Storm Lamp, you know. Storm Lamp, the dam. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's it's an interesting choice. Anyway, uh, Maldonado riding for Doug O'Neill. We already talked about a a horse earlier on the card in this sequence where we like those connections there. Potential, I mean... Sometimes Doug O'Neill, especially, will if he wants a horse to go two turns, he'll throw him onto the turf if he thinks that just to get that two turn experience. So I'm not sure if that's what we did here. Uh, the horse kind of showed speed and then quit out pretty easily last out, but had a wide trip. I'm just worried about if, if the horse suffered a wide trip last out and didn't do well. I'm not worried, or I'm concerned that we're going to have that same issue from post yeah. eight going a mile here. I wonder, I, and I I'm going to say that I agree, but just for the the just to try to debate a little bit. Sure. I wonder if, okay, we, 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 we ran a sprint there. We kind of know, okay, she's got a little bit of speed. 
let's shove her, let's get her clear of everybody but the five or six, and then maybe all of a sudden we're two or three wide. You know, I, I just mm-hmm. wonder, again, because on paper it kind of looks like, okay, five and six are going to go, but I, I just think in these two-year-olds, a lot of horses trying new things. A lot of them obviously just don't have a lot of races. I tend to think sometimes the pace is a little more muddled than maybe it looks on paper. I think the eight could play a little bit apart. And like in on contrast, like in race seven, we're pretty damn confident one, two, and eight are going to the front. We've got a long list mm-hmm. of races. We're here. I'm less reliant on hey, what's this pace going to look like? I think. Three, one, and I think eight. Looking at the um, the sibling record for the eight, uh, mostly turf routers uh, from Stormlamp's uh, other foals. So mm-hmm. um, let's try. Or I shouldn't say mostly, but a lot of a lot of good ones there. So um, let's throw the eight on it because I think if we're gonna try and beat the seven to five favorite here, I think that's a good way to go. Bree, I mean, Bree, if it wasn't a dollar base, maybe. <laughs> well, listen, we we still might. Who knows? We may just say no. Look, I. To not to, uh, it, whether it's California or or Oklahoma or New York or Florida, state bred maiden special weights, I always have trouble. And state bred allowance, uh, non winners of one other than a maiden, I always those seem to be the hardest races for some reason. And and here we are right here with this one. So <laughs> I'm doing some math right now. If we just went with our must uses and hit the all button, it's $128. So okay. Okay, let's get back. Let's try to structure it then, because that's not a, the worst idea I've ever heard. So we have that's counting a single in in leg three, correct? Yep. So we would single. Uh, we'll go back here to the top. Race three, we would single the four. Okay. Race four, we would use the two, Pelotic, and the five. Don't swear, Dave. Okay. Race five, the third leg, we would use the one bougie like, and the five Elton sings another. Okay. Race six is where it gets interesting. We would use the two Linda's gift in the four sister O'Toole. But we leave off. Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say we're leaving off Oakhurst and Nage Blanche. So the first three legs of this, I'm pretty okay with what you just said. Same. All right. This is where I think that I, I don't know how confident I am in that in the sixth race, but go ahead. That's fine. Um, the next race, race seven, this is where we could possibly single. Yeah. Uh, the five clickish, or we could use the four Henny's crazy train as well. Um, I think we could do the five, but I'm also with you. I'm not as strong about this single as the first leg. Okay. But I initially written down that we would go too deep here. Um, so we could go single here and go deeper in the red carpet. And then go eight deep in the last leg. Okay, last leg. Let's uh, let's not go eight deep. Let's eliminate okay. a few. Like, do we need to use the four? No, the four. If the four wins, uh, Michael Austin, you can keep Samich's tequila that you own. I I would say we could throw out. I don't like the two very well either. Agree. So if we went six deep, that might help a little. Sure. That's one, three, five, six, seven, eight. So let's do six times two times four times two times two times two. 384. Why did you do times two? What are you talking about times two? We got a single in, in the first leg. 
1 times 2 times 2 times 2 times 4 times 6. What's that? 192. Okay. So 1 times 2 times 2 times 2 times 3 times 6 is 144. So if we only did 3 deep in the red carpet, it's 144. Okay. Oh, you. Oh, okay. So you use the four. I'm sorry. You use the four in the seventh race. You went four five in that seventh race. Yes, I went four okay, five gotcha, there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I was like, I thought we had two singles. Okay, I got you. If we drop um, that down to a single, then we can add Neige Blanche to the red carpet. So let me let me read this one off to you real quick. If sure. single in the in race three, the first leg. Okay. Yeah. Use the two horses, uh, the uh, two and the five in race yep. four. R race five, we're going to use the one and the five, right? R race six, we're going uh, one, four, six, one, four, six. No, oh, one, two, one, two, one, four. two, four. Yes. Okay. Throw in the six. Okay. Single in the seventh. Okay. And then go six deep in the last. What is that? Uh, times four times six. Uh, whoops, no, sorry. Four times four times six is ninety-six dollars. That's ninety-six dollars. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that. Hold on. What is eight times four times two times two? Or it's one hundred twenty-eight dollars if we went all in that last. You still? You just want to do the ninety-six? Yeah. Okay. I think cool. that's good. I do too. All right. I will uh, put this right. together and we'll throw it up here on the screen. Uh, yeah. And then we'll recap it one last time and kind of go talk about what we've got. Um, yeah. Let's see. One, five. Let's see. Four, two, five, one, five. All right. And as, you, as you're typing this, you know, if you have a bigger budget, you you know, you can always, we'll tell you a couple you could add, like the four in the seventh race, you know, um, that would make sense. And then uh, up there on the screen, you see Michael Austin has posted what he's got here. Uh, similar to ours. So, all right, here we go. Combo pick six ticket for Thursday, Thanksgiving, November 23rd at Del Mar. This is races three through eight, dollar minimum, super low takeout. Uh, hopefully you're going to cash along with us here. So we're going to start off in race three, singling the number four horse race four. We're going to go two five. We thought about adding the one, but left it off race five. We went one five pretty confidently, uh, race six, the red carpet. We were for, uh, very confident in two four. We also added the one in the six, but those were the outliers for us in that race race number seven. Uh, we singled the five. If you wanted to add another horse here, we also liked the four, but we did single the five. And then in the last leg, we liked the three and the one, but this race was a mess. And <laughs> a lot of these horses just keep banging against each other. So we went six deep. One, three, five, six, seven, eight. We basically eliminated the two because the two loves to just run in place about six lengths behind the winner. And the four, uh, yeah, just no way in hell that we think the four's got a chance here. So if the four wins, uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, it's 20 to one on the morning line for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I like the ticket from a standpoint of we are trying to beat favorites in the fourth uh, and fifth race. So, uh, you know, uh, the second and third legs of this thing, we're trying to beat some favorites because you're going to have to beat some to make this worthwhile because we've got 
favorite singled in the third race and in the seventh race. So I think it makes sense. I, I thought the sixth and the eighth were the two hardest races. So, you know, coming into this thing and I looked like you did too. So I, I, I mean, I think it's good. I like it. All right. Thanks everybody for joining us. We're going to recap uh, a couple things from the weekend real quick. So if you're just here for the pick six, thanks for joining us and uh, enjoy Thanksgiving. I know magic Mike shows off the rest of the week. Are you guys taking the week off as well, Aaron? Uh, we'll do a blinkers off and hit maybe you and I magic. I don't know if you can do it Wednesday or not, but uh, we'll do a blinkers off on Wednesday okay. and a dudes who bet sports on Wednesday. Uh, no dudes who bet daily. We'll be back with that on Saturday. Okay, perfect. And I will be, let's see, I'll be at Legoland Friday and Saturday next, uh, this weekend. So okay. that'd be a lot of fun. I'm cool. done with the best bets for a little while, at least until Thursday. I had such bad luck. Three straight all came down. Although... CFL champions. I got it upside right. down like a dumbass. There we go. Montreal. Alouette. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> CFL winners. 15 seconds to go. Scored yeah. a touchdown to beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and blow up the over. Go <laughs> go over the total and blow up my bet. Love it. Absolutely love yeah. it. That was that was a great game. Anyways, let's talk about this. The Desi Arnest stakes on Saturday. Uh, Royal Slipper shipping in for Wesley Ward. Looked like she'd be a big beast, and she laid a big fat turd. Nothing like you. The 92-second choice, but still an upset here. Uh, what did you make of this race, and is there anything to kind of take forward? Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to take forward. I didn't think it was that uh, great of a race. I'm glad that the one was able to get the job done because uh, I was alive uh, still in the pick four and five after this. So nice. it was good. It was good to beat uh, Wesley Ward there. Uh, it took the whole length of the stretch, man, but uh, <laughs> nothing like he was able to get by. So, yeah, like I said, mild upset. It was a small field of horses that didn't look great on paper, and it didn't run all that well on the track either. <laughs> And it's not a race that traditionally produces big Kentucky Oaks trail contenders. Being a Bob Baffert trainee, nothing like you, uh, not eligible for the Kentucky Oaks anyway, but not something he's probably that worried about. Looking at Sunday, the Bob Hope Stakes, this was the big event uh, that everybody's excited about. And Nysos, looking very nice, uh, gets the Bob Hope Stakes, crushes it, only eight and three quarter lengths. His, his debut win was over 10 lengths. That's only eight and three quarter. So he's already regressing. Is he even going to win next out, Aaron? <laughs> he was great. Uh, I, you know, I think everybody yeah. was really excited about, about him. And there was people cited in our chat. Uh, when we, even when we were just talking about Del Bar, they were talking about Nisos. Listen, I, I thought he did everything perfect. You know, we talked about it off air magic. He was taking the blinkers off and, you know, changing to Pratt, you know, what, what would really happen. And look, he faced a field that was garbage. There's no doubt about it, but he, he did it how you want to do it. So I thought Nisos was really good. Uh, he just dominated and they didn't really ask him to do much. He was accelerating at the wire. And I think that's a great sign. His pedigree says two turns shouldn't be a problem. I think Nysos is the real deal. He, to me, he's more impressive than Muth who, who was second for Baffert, you know, uh, coach prime was, a was a really nice horse also that broke his maiden. I think mm -hmm. Nysos looked better than him as well. I, I think he's the real deal. Uh, newsflash, Bob Baffert's got a couple two-year-olds that we're interested about heading into <laughs> 2024 and into yeah. the 3-0 campaigns. Um, Mike, you know, this was the horse when I saw him break his maiden at, at, on debut. I texted our good friend John Lee. Said, well, there's your Bob Hope winner because uh, yeah. I knew that it was about a month away. And yeah, there it was. Not a big surprise. The price said that it was the same and I should probably change the tab that I've got up here. I just realized we're still looking at the wrong horse. There we go. There's Nysos. Uh, I think he ran better with the blinkers off. It was nice to see that he was able to settle, that he wasn't rank without them. 
you know, when you see the blinkers get removed or get added, you're trying to see how is it going to affect the horse positively, but you're also looking for any negative signs. So I thought it was a good sign from him here. Uh, any distance concerns yet? This was a seven furlong win. That's usually good for two turns. I don't think so. Pedigree wise, I think he'll be okay. You know, I'm sure people are already saying, I don't know if we can get a mile and a quarter. We've got so much time before that. So don't worry about that kind of stuff right now. There's many, many races to go. And we'll we'll know that answer a little bit better when that day comes. But look, I think two turns aren't going to be a problem. The, the one thing, and I said it, uh, I did a top five Kentucky Derby video. Spoiler alert, he's he's in the top five. Uh, talking <laughs> about Nisos. And, you know, I said, look, a lot of times a horse that's winning at six and seven furlongs and they're doing it right, is flying out there and just kind of running them off their feet. That doesn't tend to be great when you stretch out. But a horse like Nisos, who just kind of sits off and kind of just waits for the jockey to tell him to go, and then when he tells him to go, he just takes off, that's a pretty damn good sign. Two turns isn't going to be too much of a problem for this horse. He seems pretty smart. He seems like a horse that's going to get better, I think, going longer. We'll see, though. I'm pretty damn excited about him. Um He's got some he's got some vibes to him right now. I think he's going to be pretty darn good. I do, too. And I'll be honest, at this point, I stopped looking at horses going, can they get a mile and a quarter and think, could they do a mile and a 16th mile and an eighth? Because that's kind of what you need to do. There's so few horses in the world at this point that can do a mile and a quarter on dirt. Give me a mile and an eighth. That gets us some out to the race road, and then we can figure out mile and a quarter. <laughs> Honestly, if you want to look at a great example that I first of all, I could not agree more with what you just said. Go back and look at this year's classic. Wida Barrio was really good at a mile and a, a 16th and a mile and an eighth. You look at the last eighth of the mile when he tried to get a mile and a quarter in a classic, he was slowing down big time. But you know what? He put him away early enough. And, and like you said, there's just not a lot of classic distance horses left. If there was a really good one, they would have caught him that day. But that's kind of what you got to do. Uh, you know, I think life is good. Another horse that you know, I don't really think he wanted to go a mile and an eighth. I think he was more a mile, mile and 16th type of horse. You watch his mile and eighth races. He wasn't finishing all that great, but you know what he could do? Kill you until you got to that last 16th. And then he would just kind of gallop home. So I totally, totally with you. I think this horse can get a mile and 16th mile and eighth. We'll see about anything more. Well, you know, that's just, you never know until they do it. Yeah, and like you said, Coach Prime, another good one. But if you want to get more insight uh, for the Kentucky Derby and uh, what Baffert horses Aaron likes best, yeah, coming out probably, I'm going to say it's going to be released either today, Monday, or most more likely Tuesday. No, it's going to be Monday. It has to be Monday because of the date of it. So, yeah, we're going to have that out later today on the YouTube channel. Okay. So if you're listening to the podcast, uh, go check it out later. So that'll be there. Um, Aaron did give me a lot to do. So let's list off all the things we've got coming out this week. Uh, at racingdudes.com. Previews for the Golden Rod and the Kentucky Jockey Club at Churchill Downs. Um, it starts up tomorrow, two on Saturday, which you're going to see a ton of potential Derby and Oaks horses uh, running this Saturday. So go check that out. Lots of great horses that we'll see uh, all throughout the championship meet and into the spring and summer will be Saturday at Churchill Downs. Uh, so Aaron did the preview for the Jockey Club. Dr. Brandon's going to do the Golden Rod. We also got the Clark Stakes over at RacingDudes.com. And then Del Mar's big fall turf festival, the Hollywood Turf Cup, the Sea Biscuit Handicap. Uh, we'll have uh, previews for that over at YouTube.com slash RacingDudes. And then, Aaron, your special videos. You mentioned it, the Kentucky Derby Top 5. Uh, but you're also doing a video telling people uh, about how the Rockets did, which I know that you cashed uh, the Late Pick 5 Friday for a lot of money, which was great. Congrats again. And then also a video about the premium picks. Yeah, a lot going on there. So the Rockets cashed on Friday for $1,500 late pick five there at Del Mar. 
Uh, Saturday hit the early pick five at Aqueduct for $1,200. Also hit a, a almost $750 in doubles and pick threes in races one through three Saturday at Aqueduct. So that was huge. We'll talk about that. Sunday hit the late, or excuse me, Sunday hit the early pick five at Aqueduct again for almost a thousand. Rockets are red hot right now. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, sometimes I get questions. Hey, what do I get with this premium? So I wanted to do a video about the premium picks, what you get for that. It's still the best thing you can get from us, in my opinion. It's just $70 a month. You get every track, every day, exact, a trifecta, et cetera. So, yeah, just did a couple videos on that. And I don't know, whenever you are you got them done, they'll be they'll be there for you guys. Problem is, it's just too much wrestling to watch. Do I work? Do I watch wrestling? What do I, what do, I do? When there's your boss, it really is a question. Like, which does he want me to do more right now? <laughs> and that's just it. I, I, I want you to watch wrestling and do work. And it's just, you got it. It's up to you to balance them. But as long as you're doing one or the other, I'm not mad at you. One or the other, nothing more. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you tune in for Blinkers Off and Dudes Who Bet Sports for all of your betting needs this coming week. Uh, make sure you check out racenews.com. Free picks for every race, every track, every day across the country. Samo Bombs and the Rockets as well. For Aaron Halterman, I'm Magic. Thanks so much for joining us. I'll put up the ticket one last time. Good luck playing Del Mar this week, and we'll see you next time. The Magic Mike Show. Where you hear the experts speak. The Magic Mike Show. Tune into the show every week. The Magic Mike Show. You can trust the show is the bomb because it's being brought to you by RacingDudes.com.